Well, I was a fool. Why? I thought I could get all of our episodes out by March so that by April we would have like somewhat of a new schedule. Uh-huh. Looks like I was the April fool. Yep. This is probably coming out days after April 1st. Too busy watching Denzy Man. Too busy watching Denzy Man. Accidentally watched 10 episodes of the Time Ranger. I, caught, I almost caught up in One Piece. Like, literally, I watched hundred over 100 episodes in, like, three days. Uh, what else was I supposed to do? There was something else on that list. Uh, I think it was Schwaller Roll Call? Nah, that's not it. But we'll say it anyways. Let's schwat out roll call. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Kaiju Sensei Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, and future Godzilla and all Kaiju in between. I'm your host. Ultra Lane. Oh, sorry. I accidentally put you on a speed quality there. Oh. And you said that like 1.5 as speed. Oh, uh, set you normal. There you are. Thank you. And I'm your co-host, Ultra Yellowcaster Gar. Yep. So we're still busy and still quarantined. Oh, uh, no. We can't say that word. Well, no. We can say quarantine. We just can't say the other thing. Can't say the name of the problem. What, Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> so we're waiting for the Star Trek convention to finish. So yeah, we we'll go right. back outside. Um, so yeah, so we're still stuck here, so I've been busy just, like, gaming. We, uh, we've, we've been at least keeping ourselves busy. Yeah, but now, now like, the inactivity's caught up with, like, me specifically. So now I'm going to try to be more active because, like, I can feel my body's, like, yeah, me right now. Yeah, we're going to start working out. We're going to get ripped by the time this whole Not event's ripped, over. But I'm just gonna do enough exercise and activity to keep myself not from dying. Yeah, it's like a uh, uh, dim. I think no, Zim, no, not Sim Invader Zim. Yeah, but the boy. Oh, oh, I don't remember the boy's name. Dipper. Oh, yeah. or no, not Dipper. Anyways, anyways, I can't remember his name at the moment. But like, he, like in the movie, he like he's like a fat slob because he's just been waiting for Zim, and then like. He works out to the point where like he's overly muscular, <laughs> and he's like, "I, I worked out to the point where I was too, uh, where I was too strong. Now I'm back to my normal size. <laughs> like you should see him. He's like fully jacked, wow. like like fully ripped, and then like he reverts back to his normal self. He's like, I, I worked out too much. Dim, that's his name. Oh, Dim. Dim. Um, and so yeah, this is the episode where we finished Denko. Oh yeah, we'll be done Gridman. Then all we have left is fucking Tiga and Tiger. I don't know what that was. You're upset. We don't want Gridman to end. I don't want it to end. At least we have the sequel of the anime season to keep us busy. Until that comes out. Which I'm pretty much pretty confirming that it's going to be about Auntie. Auntie's the main character. Oh yeah, it's definitely going to be Auntie. Auntie? What's happening? Shut up. Uh... Um, so yeah, so we're talking about episode 41 of Tiga and the final two episodes of Gridman. Denko Choji and Gridman. Yeah, episodes 38 and 39. Aww. In which, uh, but before that, we got 
Some news stories. Some zero news. Yeah, some zero news. Some zero news. So, for Ultraman Zero's 10th anniversary, I don't know why I started talking about that. Uh, for his 10th anniversary, uh, we are getting a bracelet for Ultraman Zero based on his bracelet from the uh, Zero film, Revenge of Belial. Yeah, the special bracelet he got to help him do that stuff. Yeah, where, like his... <laughs> You don't remember what the bracelet does, does it? Uh, doesn't it give him, like, Ultimate Zero? No. Uh, yeah. so the bracelet is, like, hey, we don't know what that universe may be like. We're giving you, like, three lives to, like, transform into Zero. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then, and then like, it transformed into the Ultimate Brace. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, now you can get it. Yeah, now you can. Now you can have three chances to transform into Zero. Yeah, just for 16,500 yen. No thanks. I'll just get the zero eye then. Simple oh, way. Yeah, 10th anniversary wee, of zero wee, eye. Wee. Uh, it'll also be coming out in June of 2020. Yep. Looks cool. Yep. Uh, apparently it's 10 millimeters in width and 60 millimeters in diameter. Diameter. Di- diameter. Di- diameter. 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 Yeah. Uh, I know, I know my words. I know you do. Uh, no, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. If I was more of a zero pen, I might get it. Uh, I don't think it would fit fit my hands. Fit me. I got small enough wrists. Yeah, you got scrawny wrists. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also. This isn't really news, but um, so we, we all seen Ultraman Z now, or or well Z. We see him as in, like... Yeah, we've seen the character. Yeah, we know who he is now. And he is, you know, connected to Ultraman Zero. This isn't much of a news story, but the people over at Oren's Range decided to make a article about what to watch involving Ultraman Zero. So, yeah. We already did that, though. Yeah, it's called Zero Quest. Yeah. Which I may edit all that together into, like, a special or something. That'd be cool. Like, just start compiling, like, things together. Now, I think what they did was... They... Oh, yeah, so what they did is that, uh... So there's numbering of these to indicate the, uh... Ultraman Zero Chronicle show where they had it placed, but... So, uh, number zero is apparently Ultraman Mabius' side story, Ghost Reverse. Which, I didn't know that that was a part of Ultraman Zero. Yep. Huh. Guess, oh. Oh, okay, so it takes place right before the first movie. That's why. I just thought since, you know, it has Mabius in the name, it just focused on Mabius. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check that out. But yeah, it's basically just everything that we've already talked about. Plus all the crossovers he's done. It's been a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Alright, he showed up in episode 23. That was... That was random. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. <laughs> it was just like, Zero, what the fuck are you doing here? We'll talk about that when we talk about Taiga. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're not looking forward to talking about the rest of Taiga. Ugh. You're too excited for Zed now that you're just like, I just want Taiga to be over. This wasn't it wasn't as great as we we were hoping it would be. <laughs> Why the hell do we have all this crap? <laughs> you didn't have to do that. 
didn't I? <laughs> um, it's not that I'm not excited to talk about Taiga. It's just... Ugh. Feels like a chore. It does feel like a chore, I agree with you. Because, like, we already watched it, and yeah. I'm just like, eh. Gotta watch it again. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. This is gonna be a really short episode. Yeah. Uh, so, on to Tika. Yeah, Tika. Episode 41, A Friend from Space. So, this was an actually good episode. Oh my you know why? Because it focused on Shinjo. And when we get Shinjo-focused episodes, they're fucking good. It's like Shinjo's the protagonist. Oh, yes. So, she says we found out that he was the protagonist of another tokusatsu show. Oh, Cedra? Yeah. You, oh, lost, sucks. you lost your fucking shit when that was actually a thing. Hey, he looks like Shinjo. Hey, oh, oh yeah, it was Shinjo. Oh. And you're like, What? It's like how uh, in the solo movie, just the hologram. Hey, that guy has robot legs. Hey, that kind of reminds me of. Oh, it is Darth Maul. Yep. Like yeah, before, dark too. Yeah, before he could say anything, just Darth Maul. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I saw it, and I'm just like, that's Maul, isn't it? Um, so yeah, so the kaiju of this episode is the parasite monster Iludo. So they're like a race of like parasitic aliens, and they like try to like. They're like a hive mind. Yeah, the, yeah, they're like well, they all operate under one brain, and their whole job is to like infect other life forms and turn them into them, so they can just thrive everywhere. <laughs> Give me your energy, your soul is mine. So Shinjo, uh, we find out that like two of his buddies from yeah. like training back in the day, back in the training days of the TPC. Uh, uh, one's name is. Inoue? One, yeah, one's Inoue, Kyoto, and the other one is Jin Kinosaki. Yeah. Which, they were off traveling in space together. Because space... Well, yeah, they did lost space mission. Like, like the someone made a... Uh, I think Hori made a comment just being like, like, can never stop those two. Like, every time you'd, like, talk to them for a second, they'd be up doing another mission. Yeah. So, like, Shinjo, like, got in contact with them, and they were he was, like, very excited to see them. Uh, but then they get attacked, and we don't see what's going on, but then we just see one of them just fly out of the fucking ship, and it was like, <laughs> So it was kind of funny. Which, it, it's just funny to see, just, like, like, yeah, this is 1990, 1997, but just, like, seeing the alien just fall out of the ship, just... <laughs> Yeah, so we find so then one of these Naruto like starts attacking like a forest, and so Shinjo goes after him. But then we find out that uh, that was his friend Inoue. Yeah, and he shot him and he killed him. Oh no! And so Shinjo felt like super bad about it, but thankfully, um, uh, Jin survived. Yeah, but he's also you know what they remind me of a bit mm -hmm. the aliens, uh, the alien from the thing. Because, like, it takes over someone and, like, it starts to slowly mutate them. Yeah. Like, at least in that sense. Also, because, like, uh, with Naruto's design, he kind of had, like, Zero's face a bit. Like, he's kind of, like, his structure. Well, the eye. Like, it was definitely the eyes. Yeah. Well, I saw in the, the mouth, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, 
I want to like put in the thumbnail somewhere just like Aruto's head on Zero's body because I think it's funny. Or just like his face. Well, no, oh, no, that's, that's all. I'll do. That's all I'll do. I'll put like Ultraman Z in the corner with like Zero, but like it'll just be like in Aruto's face. There you go. Okay, I... so then like we find out also that uh, Jin's been infected because I because he was starting to like speak like how the Aruto were speaking because like one of the Aruto like starts like speaking to everyone on the on in the country. On their TVs and stuff, and just saying like, "Oh, our life is peaceful. It's the best way to live." I bring you love. He's bringing love, kill. <laughs> so then, like Jin starts talking like that, and then like Gar's kind of confused what's going on. And I was like, "Oh no, he's turning into one too. He got infected." Yeah. When when the when the Aruto attacked them on the ship, they both got hit. Which like one of the shots from like the flashback of when they got attacked. I'm like, "Oh hey, it's one of the shots from the four kids opening." <laughs> It's like uh, the very last shot of like it's just one of the alien Rudos like holding his hand out with a glove making it look like he like the way that the four kids opening has it makes it look like he's the main antagonist of the show. Yeah. <laughs> ah, curse you, Ultraman Tia. Yeah, so all these people are starting to panic and stuff and so Shinjo's like sent is, is sent to like round up people to like make sure that they don't get infected. But like Shinjo's Doing it the wrong way, or yeah. something. Uh, basically, Inoue is just kind of bitching him out, being like, "Listen, you gotta tell these well, people." Well, Jin was. Yeah, Jin was. That uh, you like, you gotta force these people not to go. Yeah, and so like he like shot the people's feet, which there were children there too. So mm. I was like, dude, you almost fucking shot a kid. And he's just telling them to, like, run the fuck away. It's like, don't fucking go there. Like, we'll shoot you if you do. And... So, like, Shinjo just feels super, super fucking guilty that he, like, killed his friend. But then, like, Jin's like, it's not your fault. Like, he was already a goner anyway. There was no way we could have saved him. Um, oh yeah, we also got introduced to a new vehicle. Yeah. Uh, which that's when I'm typing it down. I'm like, oh, right, I didn't put that down. So we got the Gutswing EXJ, and it's a pretty fucking cool-ass ship. It looks massive. Yeah, and it turns into, like, two separate fighters, which one has, like, a cold beam, the other one has, like, a hot beam. Yeah, so, like, the other jet's, like, in, like, is, like, the the tip of the uh, jet. Yeah. It's, like, pew, looks pretty cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's massive. Like, I actually see a photo right here just to see the size difference. Yeah, like it's bigger than a normal Gutswing. You know what it kind of looks like? Hmm? It looks like the old G1 Jetfire figure, which is a Macross figure. Uh, hang on, let me look it up. G1 Jetfire. Yeah, I have full caps on. There he is. Oh. Right, I can see it. Like, just in the color scheme as well. Looks like he could hang out with, like, Jespian or something. It's funny, because he's a Macross robot. Oh. His figure could not be sold. In Japan. Oh. Because back, people would make Macross be like, wait a minute. Um, so, yeah, so, like, Shinjo's also worried that, like, Jin's gonna be, like, turned fully into an Naruto, so he's, like, worried about him, and he's like, eh, don't worry about me, I'll be fine. Yeah, because, like, Hori takes the Shinjo's, like, dead friend who has already turned back to the lab to, like, uh, look him over, and he realized, like, Hori learns that, like, uh, like as they mutate their brain starts to like vanish yeah. from the inside so like they start to lose themselves a bit yeah because uh inside the giant tower the Yerudo brought there's a giant brain like like as i mentioned they're a hive mind so it's like 
the mother brain. Yeah. And so like the every... tower, which was weird. Eh, perfect way there. Yeah, so then Shinjo, like, goes, like, the, he sees a bunch of humans get, like, captured, but then he gets captured himself. And so they're in this tower, and so, like, before that, like, uh, he talks to Jin, and he's like, it's like, oh, yeah, well, like... we need to have a call sign for each other to make sure that, like, we're okay. And it's like, okay, you say Simon, I'll say but, roll. Yeah, because that was Inoue's, like... Favorite dish, he liked yeah. having... Like, cinnamon. he always had a cinnamon roll in the cafeteria room while they were training. Because, like, he felt, like... Jin felt upset for Shinjo because Shinjo accidentally just killed his friend. Yeah. Especially, like, I would I would feel hurt. As well. It's like when um, Koda accidentally killed uh, Yuya. Yuya from a guy. Yeah, he, didn't th- he, he thought it was just a monster. But then, like, when he found out it was Yuya, he was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. But there's no. nothing he could have done anyway. So It's in the past. Yep. Um. So then... He tell uh, Jen tells, like, Shinjo, oh, well, like, we gotta get this, we gotta, like, defeat this brain or whatever like that in this tower. It's like, oh, like, pretend you want to be changed, and, like, it'll summon out, like, the, the gravity hand. Yeah. So, like, they all, like, start yelling at the hand, going, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we want to be changed. We want to be changed. And so then, fucking shoots it, blows a hole in the tower, destroys the brain. Um, but then one of the Arudo, like, like big. Yeah, some of the Arudos, like, form together to become a massive Arudo. Yeah, and then which Daigo, like... Which, oh yeah, there's an Ultraman in the show, right? Yeah, so Daigo becomes Tiga, but, like, fucking kicks his ass. Like, I don't even think he gives the Arudo, like, any chance to attack. He just, like, fucking kicks his shit. Yeah, in. freaking Tiga shows up and he does what he usually kick, does. Kick, 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 Freaking kick the guy right in the face. Yeah, kicks him in the face, kicks him a bunch more times, fucking tosses him around, and then... Uses his main technique, his Zapirion Ray. Zapellion. A Zapellion Ray. And just, like, literally blows him up, like, to pieces. Like, we actually see, like, it's like a it's like a clay model or something like that. Or, like, yeah, he just explodes. And then he just explodes. So, that was really cool. But, yeah, like, I remember where I saw his design from. In which he heavily looked like... Uh, the alien spell from the band episode of Ultra Seven. Oh yeah, the vampire monster. Yeah, the one with the uh, the uh, burnt marks. Yeah. But just like you, you can see it, right? A yeah. bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like with the whole markings, at least. Yeah, I get you. Can't wait to talk about Ultra Seven. Which, by the way, uh, as of this recording, we finally acquired our copy of the Ultra Seven Blu-ray set. We sure did. So that will be coming in. Like, by the end of the month. So Woo. we'll be ready for season four. Yeah. So I already have all diamonds freaking downloaded. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so Tiga, like, kicks his So I was, like, Im- I was impressed that, like, Tiga just, like, handled them so well. But I definitely... <laughs> so fast. Like, as much as Tiga didn't really do much in this episode, I liked... Like, he was in it just enough for it to be an Ultraman episode. But I... I actually preferred the Shinjo, like the Shinjo, uh, plot in the in the episode. Hey, what was Shinjo like when he was younger? Eh, so I was trying to be a protagonist. <laughs> Why is everything always bad happening in Shinjo? It's Toei. They're mad that he went to Subaraya after yeah. his show ended. Yeah, right. <laughs> Think of it. Xe Draft came out in 1995. Tiga 96. We gotta talk about Xe Draft someday. Um. If it's subbed at all. 
The fan summer who who did Win Spectre and Soulbrain has actually been working on XE Draft a bit more. Okay. Uh, but he was busy doing the uh, Shinko Lion series. Ah. Like he was doing that weekly, so like that kind of took away the time to work on XE Draft. But he's now back on track with XE Draft. So far, twelve or thirteen episodes have been subbed. That's the Cast Ranger theme month. We need to do just watch like episodes of obscure Tokus. <laughs> I mean, maybe next year for Metal April uh, Ox, or like. Ox, oh no, October? Obs- obscure month. Obscurer? Obscutober? No. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, we'll mis- have a month where we talk about obscure shit. It, um, it, it's gotta be one of those random, you know what, miscellaneous September. September feels like one of the most random months of the year. Yeah. Um, so, Jin, surprisingly, didn't did, not, did not get infected, which I was shocked because I thought he was going to be the one to turn to Naruto, turn big, and then like, Shinjo was like, Tiga! Like, honest Or it's like, Tiga, don't do it! And like, Tiga like, kind of like saves him a bit or something. Yeah, but no, they just, they saved him. Yeah, he saved, like... And then they have like a really touching moment where it's just They take flowers out into the forest. Yeah, and then Shinjo's just like, well, now you're going to be doing this alone. And he's like, yep. All alone. I was like, all right, Shinjo, go with him. Yeah, but the only downside to that is that Shin... One, there's only 12 episodes left of the show. Yeah. And two, Shin... Like, it would have been a good send-off. You could leave. For Shinjo, like, to have, like, a full character arc. But I think the only downside... Like, the only problem with that is, one, he's one of the main cast members, and two, he's one of the most fully developed cast members. It's true. I mean, think of it, of all the characters, he is one that we know the most about. We know about some of his family, we've seen his background a bit, we know what he likes, what he dislikes, kind of like Hori a bit. Hori's, like, probably, like, second most developed? I'd say Reina. So, like, Shinjo, Reina, Hori. Uh, Daigo. Daigo. And Yasumi. Yasumi's at the fucking bottom. Yasumi. He had one episode about himself. One episode. No, no, we got two episodes, but the other one was awful because it was about the whole future thing, or the time travel thing. Yeah, but, and then the other, the only other good episode with him was him, like... Out in the war. Yeah, experiencing actual battle. Being out on the front lines. You know what we should have done for April, uh, for April Fool's? Should have just talked about the Tiga dub. And basically just complained about how awful the, the show Tiga is just yeah, by going right. by the dub. Yeah, right. Looks like my looks like my mother in law. Dang, you can swim, right? If I turn, shoot me in. The, uh, slap me! You yes, slap me! Slap me in the face. And if you turn, I'll slap you in the face. Got it. You'll become more collectibles than Pokemon. Oh, God. Um. Yeah. So overall, this was a good episode of Tiga, but like I said. Every time Shinjo's involved, something bad's gonna happen. It's no, not even that. It's a good time. That too. It's it's a good episode because Shinjo's such a good side character. I wonder if he went off to do like more acting. Maybe. <laughs> he was Conrad <calmer> Blade. <laughs> Nanny. Nanny the fuck. Uh, but yeah. So with Tiga done, I think it's time for us to finally discuss the finale of Gridman. No, I don't want to. Sad baby Dan Dan. So good.
So yes, episode 38 and 39, The Earth in Danger and Farewell, Great Man. Yep. So, uh... It's a two-parter. Yeah, it's a two-part finale, which, um, you, you know, let's talk about why the show ended before we actually discuss why or how it ended. Fucking ran out of money. Show was actually well received. The merchandise was good. Toy sales were good. Like good, it had good ratings. Like from when it started to when it ended, it like there was a huge spike in ratings, and toy sales were good. So why did it end? Like Lane just said, money. They just, they were just. Well, I like to think like. The, the execs for fucking, for fucking, uh, like, the, the creators of Gridman, like, the production stuff were just, like, going up to the executives. Well? Oh, just pulling out their pockets with no money? Yeah, just... Oh. What, what happened to all the bunch? The set, pe- set pieces. What? Yeah, we had to make unique set pieces every single time. Had to make new computer sets. Yeah, no, I bet you any money that's it, because I, I honestly, every time I watched their battlefields, they were different. I feel like they rearranged things. Here they, did, there. they did that too, but like I feel like the design because like they weren't just basic buildings; they had to make like different patterns and stuff. So and they had to destroy them fucking every episode. That's so true. I I feel like they spent a lot of their budget on set design because like you know they had the live action stuff that's easy, but like the set design, the kaiju's that's why they probably had to. Which is why I'm surprised that they had budget when they reused a lot of kaiju's like a lot of episodes. Well, a lot of bu- like budget constraints. I guess. So I guess it was like we had enough to do enough episodes to do like 39 episodes and that was pretty much it. Yeah, that still that sucks. Yeah, so um, here's something I learned about the show. <coughs> Apparently it's considered the 30th anniversary commemorative work for Super App Productions. Which is surprising to think like why didn't they just do an Ultraman show? But I think it's because like TBS owns the like, they own the license to run Ultraman. They were probably still not doing well at the time. Yeah, but I like the Gridman became a thing because a guy had like a toy idea, and then he was just like, "Yeah, Takara." Yeah, and they're just like, "Hey, you want to make this a show?" And Superman's like, "You know what? Yeah." Uh, apparently, a lot of the people that worked on this show ended up working on Ultraman Tiga. That makes sense why we hear, like, the alarm for fucking... The, oh, yeah. Space oh, yeah, there was the alarm in Tiga, and we're like... It's fucking oh, Gridman's... Gridman? Gridman's energy thing on... Jewel on his head fucking uh, going off. Oh, the, uh, the lamp thing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Basically, this is about that apparently... Takashi, like, made a kaiju that, uh... Yeah. Went into the uh, computer system of the garbage incinerator and stopped it from working so that there was just an overpiling of garbage. And so you could see that people had like piles and piles of garbage fucking stowed up on like outside their houses because just they couldn't take it. You know, that reminds me of an episode of Transformers. Transformers animated to be exact. Uh, all the garbage robots were malfunctioning a bit. So like garbage started to pile up in the city. And uh, at the time, the AllSpark was shattered across the city, and it created a Transformer out of garbage. Wow. It was Rekgar. Oh. Voiced by Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
You know how you know how he got the name Rekgar? Wreckageable garbage. Yeah, that makes Rekgar. sense. Rekgar. 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 <laughs> um. But, so yeah. So then, like, so Takashi did it. I don't know why. Because uh, Kanchichi was like Rekgar. Well, I don't know. It stinks up the sit. But like, you know, I personally like that. Like, I personally liked it. How this feels like a finale in a sense of. We're just starting this episode off right off the bat with a kaiju. Yeah. Like, it feels like, okay, we've done this for so long. Something's going to make Khan Digifier just lose it. Yeah, so then Tagashi decides, like, well, I don't want Yuka to suffer during this. So he goes out and gives her, like, a breathable mask so that she doesn't have to inhale, like, the smell of the garbage. Yeah. Which then, like, Yuka really appreciates it. And, but, like, Naruto and Ipe are just like, the fuck? Like, that's random. Which then, like, they ask him. And he's just like, oh, a genius, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, later on they find out that, like, he's the one who's been working with fucking Kondigifier the whole time. Yeah, they, so, uh, Takashi got angry a bit at Ipe and Naruto and how they treated them. To the point where it made the kaiju feel more aggressive. Thus letting Gridman find out about the kaiju. Yeah. Which Condigifier gets really pissed off at uh, at Takashi to the point where he, he's fed up with him. Yeah. like He's he, done. He, shoot, he like electrocutes him, shocks him, and just goes, I don't fucking need you anymore. Like, I'm taking over your computer. I'm just going to do what I need to do. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, he ends up taking over. Changes his form, which I didn't notice at first. Oh, yeah. Shrinking just... <laughs> So I made, like, a Cyber Shredder joke, which then Gar actually proceeded to go, Lane, there was a Cyber Shredder, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the, in the final season of the 2003 Ninja Turtles cartoon, we find out uh, Utrom Shredder in that show made a data copy of himself on the internet, and he, it turned into Cyber Shredder when one of their future villains came into the past with them and downloaded DNA, or downloaded the data to become Cyber Shredder. Okay, I can see the different design now. Yeah, and basically. He's got like a spikier helmet. Yeah, he has like a bigger helmet. I actually like this one more. Oh, like the, the smaller helmet? Yeah, I like his first form. I like that bit more as well. But he has a kick-ass sword. Oh. He has like, he has like, a, he has like a scimitar and like, I, that's like, I think that's like, a scimitar is like my favorite like, type of sword. He, so. Just, like I know you don't really like the cloak on him. I wish, no, I don't mind it, I didn't mind it like, I just kind of wish for his final form he got something, like, more armor-like so he could, like, have more flow to his, like, mm. fight. Because, like, when he's fighting Gridman, like, he just, that cloak's just fucking flying everywhere. So, so like, you kind of wanted what they did with Alexis in the anime. Yeah. Where, like, he had the cloak the entire time, but when he transformed, he, like, he was, like, very muscular and, like, it looked like a cyber. Or, like, keep the cape. Or, like, just don't have, like, have him have a cape, but don't have, like, it attached to his arms. Because they're, like, attached to his forearms there, and then he goes, like, eh. Well, I think it's, like, though I think it kind of helps his arms, because if they weren't there, it would make his arms look very tiny. Yeah. Compared to, like, his massive body. Yeah. I know, I like, I like his first design way more. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of Super Shredder a bit. That, that is, that does remind me of Super Shredder a bit, yeah. Just, he looks like Shredder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like that's why I was saying Cyber Shredder. Yeah, but then you show me Cyber Shredder, and I was like, oh, that looks nothing like Kondichi. Like, like I saw Cyber Shredder again in my head. I'm like, damn, 
I really wish we got a figure of that. I wonder if they actually took inspiration from like the 1990 TMNT movie Shredder, because like if you kind of look at their designs, they kind of look similar. Like think about it too. He's like purplish kind of. Yeah. He has like a like a long ass fucking cape, just like the 1990 Shredder does. I like to think that he took some inspiration from. I wouldn't. Shredder. I honestly wouldn't do it because this was 1993. Yeah. Like, 1993, Turtles were still big. Which reminds me, we still need to talk about that Turtles OVA, where they turn to, like, Tokusatsu heroes. Fuck. Yeah, I And where they combine together. Yeah, that was fucking cool. Yeah. That's um, on YouTube. Yeah. Fully subtitled. Cool. Um, yeah, so, so, eventually, Condition Fires starts, like, getting involved, and, like, gets in the fight. Well, first off, like, Grim Man fights, um... Scabone. Scabone. And Which he, he looked he, he looked kind of cute. I, I I like the whole dinosaur look to him. Just eh. he had like a penis tail. It was fucking weird looking. He <laughs> shot out like gas, tail. and I was like, oh no, you guys don't do that. Like, oh, he skunked me. Oh. Yeah. So eventually, Grid Man like kicks his ass, and because like, he goes like Thunder, easily, he goes, he goes uh, Thunder Grid Man. No, he goes King. Grid oh yeah, he went King Grid Man. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I get those two. Pieces. Okay, you know what? That's my only down. Like that's my only unfavorite. Thing least favorite thing about the episode or within the finale we never saw god xenon or thunder Gridman again no like we see dino dragon show up and he becomes like you know king Gridman. yeah but we never got to see like a god xenon or like thunder Gridman again no the... even the barrier sword and shield got to come back again yeah um, but when the Dying Dragon showed up, he did, like, this really awesome fire effect. Like, when he was bleeding fire, it was a really nice effect. So, like, I had to, like, go back and watch it again, because I thought it was, like, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Grim Man defeats, um, the, the monster, and the, so Cottage Fire is trying to fight him, but, like, Grim Man just, he doesn't have enough energy, so he can't, like, fight him on his own. So, Yuka just goes, no, come back for now. Retreat for now. We gotta, we gotta figure out a plan. Which then, like, Takashi ends up showing up at uh, their place. Yeah, so, they, uh, friggin' Naruto comes up with the plan of Ipe and Takashi going back to try and turn off his computer. Which they can't. Which they can't, because, like, there are vines growing out of the computer. Yeah. This con Digifier took over all three computers. Yeah, which then he's trying to, like, get into the real world, so he can, like, take it over. Yeah, that's his ultimate plan, is to just take over the real world now. Which I think that should have been it. I think I think like Condage Fire and Gridman should have fought in the city. Which, uh, according to the Japanese Wikipedia page, that were that was one of the plans. One of the plans after episode twenty six was going to be that they were going to start fighting in the real world. That would have been so cool. Apparently, there was another character that was going to be introduced called Grid Knight. Oh, so we were going to get Grid Knight in this. Yeah, yeah. So basically, everything that got scrapped. From Denko Trojan Gridman ended up becoming a part of the anime. Which honestly the anime ended up working really well, so Which is getting a sequel. Which I'm calling it fucking right now. Auntie is the main character of that of that series. I can see it. Because if they're introducing Dino Dragon into this into the spin-off or whatever like that, Grid Knight got has dragon. Makes sense. So we're gonna get we're gonna get fucking King Grid Knight. Oh, that's gonna be cool. Now, now I'm just picturing like a from Age of Extinction, like Optimus Prime riding Grimlock. Just oh, like cool. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, for five minutes. Not even five minutes. 
Why are you calling Age of Extinction when the Dinobots are here for like 10 minutes? Freaking promotional. Like, they throw in all the promotional stuff with the Dinobots in that, for that movie. Only for them to show up at the very end of that movie. Freaking bullshit. They don't even talk either. No, they roar. They have babies in the fifth movie. How does that even happen? We don't even know what happens to them by the end of the fifth movie. Don't watch the last night. Don't watch the last night. Just watch watch the first two movies. Because I I personally like Revenge of the Fallen. Revenge of the Fallen's not that bad. Uh, But watch watch the first two movies and watch Bumblebee. Bumblebee's a really good movie. Bumblebee's fantastic. That's really good. I cried. Called Decepticons. Doesn't that raise any red flags? They call themselves Decepticons. They invented the internet. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably one of the best jokes in that whole movie. Oh my god, I forgot that. I forgot that we invented the internet. (laughs) Yeah, go go watch Bumblebee just for the joke that they the Decepticons invented the internet. Because like they're trying to find Bumblebee, and so they connect themselves their network to the phone network everywhere through the military and then they just end up making the internet. It's, it's like, like it's like they invented a world wide web. And I just sat there I just sat there going, You fuckers. That was clever. The internet. That's because uh, that's why the internet's such a fucking like technologically advanced thing that we have. Fucking Decepticons. Because Transformers made it. Oh. Because that's probably just their normal way of communicating on Cybertron. Like whatever. You know what I think Honestly, I need to make a video fully dedicated to talking about Bumblebee. Like, it, it may be like 50 minutes long, but, you know, these podcast episodes go on for like almost an hour-ish. Yeah. Oh. But anyways. Bumblebee's a good movie. Go watch it. Bumblebee's awesome movie on Netflix. Watch it now. It's getting a sequel. Yeah. It's getting a sequel. It's it's the start of the new yeah, It's universe. a reboot of Transformers and thank fucking God. This is directed by a guy who knows what he's fucking doing. Oh, thank you, Travis. Transformers fan. No, he's not. Oh, he isn't? No, he's just a visual effects artist. Oh, okay, the writer. Think of it this way. Hasbro's more in charge. Yeah, that's true. They're like, we're taking our baby, we're fixing it. We're going to mold it into what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Anyways, Uh, anyways, so... so, uh, Naruto comes back uh, into Ipe's basement. And And he's uh, exhausted. Yeah, he's exhausted. Look at Con Digi- At first, I thought Con Digifire was, like, bigger than him, but not really. Not by much. It's just, like, it, like it's because of the helmet. The it helmet, is the, the helmet. He- makes- the head, like, because it look taller. It's the helmet and the giant cloak that makes him look more <laughs> powerful. Like, I get I get why they gave him, like, capes and stuff like that. and Because, like, it makes you look more intimidating. Because it's like, ah! That's why, like, Dracula has a cape. Because I was getting Dracula vibes every time he went, like, hmm, hmm. I, so. I, I was thinking more of, um... Phantom of the Opera. A bit a, a bit with the whole cloak thing. A little bit. That was just because he was a fucking dra- overdramatic fucking performer. Well, yeah, it's Tim Curry. Oh, no, but Tim Curry and Cyber Squad is fucking... We're gonna have to... You know what? Green Man will not die. We'll watch its adaptation. We'll probably not talk about all of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. We'll watch it as much as we can but tolerate. How about this? I'll sit down... Watch some of the episodes, and I'll pick out some of the best the best episodes. There you go. And we'll do that as, like, a giant feature topic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, then we get some, like, good moments with, like, the, the three and Takashi, and, like, you know, they find out he's responsible for, like, everything that they've been, fucking the hell they've been through all year, and 
he's just like he admits that he's like lonely and stuff and then like he tries to go up to yuka being like oh i can see your love for me and stuff like that you just like the fuck and like ebay actually like fucking socks him in the face oh you know right after freaking yuka slaps him across the face that was great like that was awesome like basically it's like you're the you're the smartest kid in our class but you're an idiot yeah you're 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 an idiot no let me rephrase that you're an idiot (laughs) yeah because like he was he's such a smart per genius is like he he uh like like he's the smartest to be. he's the smartest kid in class, but he got fooled by the antagonist. Yeah, no, because the only reason was because Kam Fire like used his anger uh, yeah. ag- like against him. Like he and he was like, "Oh, that pissed you off. Does that make you want to make a kaiju and like make those people pay for what they did to you?" So, so, like, so I guess Takashi was never brainwashed. He was never brainwashed. He just yeah, he was like influenced by him. But, but obviously in SSSS grade, man, Akane was fucking brainwashed by Alexis. Yeah. Like, at first she, he took her, her anger, but then literally was like, she was getting smarter about it and was like, mm, no, you're mine, bitch. Um, and just in the end, just like Takashi breaks down in front of him and just goes like, I'm alone. I've always been alone. And I felt lonely. like my response was, then you shouldn't be such an asshole. Then you won't be alone. You shouldn't be feel. You shouldn't be closed off. God, it's like that, like that that good version of them. That was some fucking that tripped me out. It's like, oh, they were hanging out with who he should have grown up to be instead. He wasn't even real. No. He came from another reality. Where Takashi would have been good. Where Takashi wasn't an asshole. Yeah, he grew up to be a good kid. Where he would have ended up becoming Gridman Sigma. Yep. Yeah, that was that was their first pitch. So then, uh, Naruto's like, okay, I gotta go back in there, I gotta stop him. And, like, all, now, like, the news are talking about, cause, like, Con Digifier, like, broadcasts himself over, he's like, I'm fucking taking you guys over, ha ha ha, like, it'll be a new world, I'll enslave you all. I, I'm your father. And so, like, everyone's seeing this, and they're like, oh my god, eh, like, it's the news the is reporting on it. But then, uh, so Naruto uses the Gridman, which we get to see, like, the full transformation again, which, it's still silly. Oh, yeah. It came just, like, flying in on it. I mean, the first time he did it in this two-part, he's like, access, flash. Yeah, because that's when he found out that the show was King Cancer. Yeah, 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 right before they started filming, that's when he found out. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, this is the last episode. Uh, uh, access, flash. Did that even get paid? Or did the parents get paid? I, I think they would have gotten paid. Well, no, because they're not legal. Are they're not? No. Then I, why would they have done it? Well, I think, well, you know, exposure. But I think child actors don't get paid. It's the parents that get paid. That's bullshit. Well, it's because they're not legal, like legal age. No, but kid actors in like shows and stuff had to have gotten uh, paid. No, their parent, like their parents, got the check because they're not legal enough to risk to make money. Oh, I guess so. It's weird. Kind of, I've never understood how that worked, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why people don't really like child actors, because sometimes their parents are like, hatred assholes. Mm. Uh, that showed Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um, uh, so, anyways, uh, like... So, Takashi finds out that Naruto's great man, he's like, what, Nani? What? Um... And we get a pretty fucking awesome fight against Khan Digifire. Like, he brings out his, like, fucking cool-ass sword... 
They're having like a sword duel. They're fighting in like uh They're fighting in junk. Yeah, they're fighting inside yeah, they, junk. They brought him to junk. Because they like deleted all the programs off of like Takashi's computer so that Kanjifar couldn't be in there anymore. And then like uh Gridman like got him to chase him back to junk and but, then But before that he destroyed the Gonzinon data and the Dying Dragon data. And all, yeah, all the all the vehicles and stuff. Yeah, so, so like all the assist weapons are gone, so Gridman's on his own fighting this guy. Yeah, so he's gotta fight him by himself. So like Takashi realizing I need to stop him. I brought him into this world. I can end it. Yep. So Takashi on on junk creates a vi- a virus or a code. He may he like does like a program. Yeah, like he like creates a deleting program. Yeah, he creates a program to wipe his computer because he thinks if he wipes his computer, that's the end of Con Digifier. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. He's done. Yeah. But how? However. There leads to one major problem, though. If they wipe the computer, there goes Gridman. Yeah. And there goes Gridman. There goes Nato. Biggest oops. Yeah, so they do, like, this, like, light attack thingy where, like, it makes Gridman glow and, like, I swear to God, he looked like Ginga for a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he freaking, like, I thought the virus was going to hit the computer and everything was going to get wiped out. No, the freaking virus gets teleported and, and, and it's like a cube shape. Yeah. Or no, no, they try, yeah, the first plan is to capture Con Digifier in a cube, which, that's a reference to the anime, or the anime references that in the final episode, when they capture Alexis, it's in the cube. It's in a cube. Yeah, so it's like, uh, they try to capture him like that, it doesn't work, so then it's like, okay, we're just going to delete you then. And again, I thought I was going to hit, uh, going to hit something in the computer, but no, Green Man catches the virus and uses, like, the hyper-grid beam attack. And it just... I was not expecting how that final fight was going to go. Yeah, it was cool, though. I was expecting, you know, just... Oh, like, every other monster and explode. Everything just starts, like, being destroyed around him. Yep. As much as I don't like the Toku HD subs, it is kind of funny to hear... like. It's kind of funny to read Con Digifier saying, God damn it, Gridman. God damn it, Gridman. Um, and so then, like, they think Gridman's dead and Naruto's gone, so you just see, like, you could just, like, get really fucking upset, which... Yeah, no, she loves Naruto. <laughs> like, it's... Like, ever since that Kiss episode, like, which, that still... That was so sweet. Mm, like, we were not expecting that. Gar, Gar was like, holy shit! Whoa. And... Which then Naruto steps out, and they're like, "Ah, Naruto!" Oh no, oh no! They see Gridman like walk, like walk away from the light. It's like, "I'm still here." It's like, "Yeah!" And like the crowd's watching this because like the the plants that are growing from inside Takashi's computer like end up outside, project, like, yeah, yeah, and like project like a portal to like the computer world. So like everyone's cheering on Gridman. Everyone's like rooting to make sure that he survives. And it's just, like, the portal leaves, the sky goes back to normal, the day is saved. Thanks to the Powerpuff Girls. Thanks to the Powerpuff Girls. To Gridman. To um, Denko, Chojin, and Gridman. So, so then we get, like, a really touching moment where Gridman just kind of, like, thanks all of them for, like, individually. So he, like, thanks Ipe for, like, his really, like, smart uh, ideas, his genius and like, for being courageous. For, courageous and like a genius with his ideas. 
Uh, thanks, Yuka, for, like, being sweet and, like, always having, like, a calm perspective about, like, the situation. And then, thanks, Naoto, the most, for just... Helping him fight. Yeah, and, like, being, like, so courageous and willing to help. And he even thanks Takashi. Being like, you know what? You just started helping, but, like... You have a bright future. You have a very bright future ahead of you. And, like, he's like, I couldn't have done this without any of your help. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna go back to Hyperworld, which, I guess, is in space, because he, like, flies out of a fucking power well, pole, and... Well, it's another universe. Yeah, another universe, but... It's like Go Onger, where, like, they're, like, multiple universes. They need to cross over Gridman with fucking Ultraman. Someday. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Zero control dimensions, so... Oh, that'd be awesome. But I was... It was I was not expecting Gridman to leave. Yeah, I knew he was gonna leave. Like, His job was done. Yeah, he's like Cottage Fire's gone. I must leave yeah. now. A hero doesn't need to be where he if uh, anymore if the world's if the place is safe, so he has to move on. That's what? why Superman doesn't leave Metropolis, because Metropolis is always in danger. Which I I think Subaraya does that best with its hero shows. Like think of it. Like we just watched uh, the final episode of Ultraman, like, two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And how did that episode end? The humans defeated the alien. The world is safe. We we don't really need Ultraman. Nope. So Ultraman, you know, he's not like, fine, I'm leaving. He's like, I've done all that I could. I am off. Like, I, that's what I like about the Ultraman finales. It's kind of like, the majority of the shows are like, well, our mission's done. Yeah. I am now leaving the planet because you guys are now like you guys are now in good hands. Grand new generation stuff is kind of like you know modern tokusatsu shows where the humans still keep their powers, but it's like definitely the majority of the Showa and maybe that I've noticed they all kind of leave the planet. Mm. We don't need to be here. And so it just ends with like t- uh, the three of them just going to talk to you and they like. You're our friend now. Like, let's all hang out. And he rips up the love letter. Yeah, he rips up the love letter that he had for Yuka because he can tell that Yuka like Naoto. Yeah. So. Well, it's because they're all friends. Yeah, they're all friends now. So, like, and it's funny, like, Gar and I were, like, thinking about, like, a cool, like, spinoff B-Cinema or something like that, which it's, like, takes place years later, which it would have been funny if, like, Ipe ended up with Yuka instead of Naoto because, oh. like, Yuka realized that, like, after, like, high school or something like that, like, Ipe actually became, like, less of a jerk. Yeah, he started to wise up. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, but yeah, so that was the end of Denko, Choji, and Gridman, and I loved it. I loved it. I, I thought it was a really good series, like, the, the characters developed a lot, like, the, a lot, the, the side characters were a lot of fun, like, every time there was, like, an episode involving the parents, like, the parents were fine, fine, like, I miss, I miss the first cop we had. I missed him, too, he was a bit more comedic. Yeah. Which, that's what I was not expecting from this show. I was not expecting this show to be comedic. But it was funny. And yeah. I enjoyed it. I love the music in this show, too. Like, I like that. That's all on YouTube in, like, one 50-minute video. Like, 50-minute video. Sweet. Just all the background music for the show. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Takashi, he was an interesting villain, I guess. Like, well, sub-villain. Yeah. Like, Khan Digifara, like, he was kind of very basic, because, like, he, he needed Takashi to do his bedding for him. He was very Showa-esque villain. Yeah. Didn't really do much until the very end. Yeah, like, oh, if I need to get shit done, you gotta do it yourself. Yeah. Like, um, and Takashi, it was just, like, 
he got pissed off of really stupid things. Like, oh, like a kid hit him in the head with a soccer ball. Oh, I'm going to fucking kill all humanity. Oh, uh, uh, the freaking arcade guy yelled at me because I was taking too long on this VR game. Oh, I woke up late. I'm going to stop fucking time and ruin everyone's day. Kill people. Fucking crash planes. Crash fucking trains into each other. Oh yeah, they oh yeah, they started using stock footage of like they were saying like the world's going in peril, but it's a stock footage from the older episodes. Yeah. But um there were some episodes that like were very serious that were really good. Like, you know, when Naoto was like fucking dying and like Yuka took care of him and like uh Yuka was trapped in the elevator with her cousin, like who was pregnant, like about to give birth to a baby. Yeah, so like like to be fair, some of these episodes aren't like groundbreaking, like no. best things ever. This is this doesn't have like amazing writing, but like oh, no, 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 not at all. But uh, <laughs> and then like Gridman himself, like design wise, oh, he, he's gorgeous. Make a fig yard, please. Maybe when the new anime comes out. Maybe his thirtieth anniversary. Oh, in like three years. Yeah. 2023, we'll get a figure. 2023, we'll get a figure. We'll get a V-Cinema. Me and Gar are both getting fig- Gridman figures. I would... Yeah, instantly. Because it's a nice design. Especially his head. I like his head sculpt. I like his face. He has like a really chiseled like mouth. I, I, feel, like, I feel like because... Like, his proportions... Are all equal. In a sense. Like, his design makes it look like he's very fleshed out. Yeah. Unlike where some things are like... The upper body is like really good and then like the legs are kind of like lackluster well like he has the white part on his legs but like that i just got used to yeah like the white parts on his arm like on his arms and legs and then like the rest of it's a bit gray i'm like okay that's a bit weird Mm -hmm. but you know you get used to it yeah um and just like the the set designs where they fought like i loved them like it just like so much hard work was probably put into making those sets and like it was well done. The destruction was really good. Like, every time you saw one of those buildings get fucking, like, smashed through, it looked so cool. Like, even, like, yeah, not, not to mention, the kaijus in this show were really well done. <laughs> Granted, some of them were reused, but, you know. The effects could have been a bit better. I think that's what they cheaped out on the most, because, like, when, like, he turns into, like, fucking Thunder King Gridman, like, he would, like, stretch him out, and it looked like, even when Con Digifire turned big, like, they stretched out him out, and I was like, oh. Uh, to, to be fair, new technology, 1993. Yeah. But, like, Thunder Gridman looked fucking awesome. Godzinon looked awesome. King Gridman looked fucking awesome. Like... I, I, I would just love to have, like, at least one episode for, like, all three of them fighting together. Yeah, like, he makes, like, a, a copy or something. Like, a copy-paste feature. Like, they should have used more, like, computer, like, gimmicks yeah. with Gridman because he's, like, on a computer. No, 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 it's kind of funny. The finale ended on Christmas. Yeah. Or it started End of the world on, Christmas. on Christmas Day. End of the world happening on Christmas Day in 1993. Oof. Then again, there were a lot of kids wearing Power Rangers stuff back then. Yup. Uh, and yeah, the final episode airs in 1994. Oops. Which I think. Hang on. Could be wrong. There it is. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad aired on September 12th, 1994. Wow. So, not even a year later, like, nine months later, this show came out. Still had more episodes than Gridman. Okay, so here's what they did about that. 
They did 39 episodes of Samurai Cyber Squad. But instead of, you know, him defeating Grit or Con Digifier, he, like, Con Digifier retreated. Malcolm had amnesia, didn't know anything, and then they made, I think it was 12 more episodes, and it was just reused stock footage. Mm. Which is odd because the final episode uses stock footage from the second part of the finale, or the first part of the finale, but not the second part. But yeah, no, Gridman was always a series I was always interested, because, like, I watched Cyber Squad as a kid, like, I didn't, I didn't fully understand what was going on, but I just, like, I liked everything that I saw in the show. I like the logo, too. Like, mm-hmm. look at the Samurai Cyber Squad logo, like, third picture there. Yeah. Click on it. Look at that. Like, they have, actually have, like, Gridman's face and everything on it. Like, There's a high res cool. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a cool thing. So, during the credits, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a whole tribute thing. Where it was like it was showing clips from like all the ep- like not all the episodes but like some highlights, and like at the end it said in English Gridman, where it says like Denko Chojin Gridman. I still think Cyber Squad could have just called him Gridman. Like that's that's. But like I get they use the whole servo S thing because it just like it rolls off your tongue. Superhero, superhuman samurai Cyber Squad. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, Servo's a good name, but I think they could have just kept calling him Gridman. Honestly, if they really wanted to do something about it, they could have just kept it. Yeah. Which, I'm trying to find it. I can't find it at the moment. But, uh... No, I can't find it. Uh, we do... Tsuburaya was working with Samurai Cyber Squad's oh. production team. Where they... like You know how they're called the Cyber Squad? There were going to be more Gridmen. Oh, that would have been awesome. Like, they're all different colors and sizes. That would have been awesome! Unfortunately, no budget. Aww. So, um, so like, I can't find it at the moment, but I do know I can find a picture of it. I'll, it'll be on the YouTube version. But yeah, I was always interested in watching Gridman, and I'm glad, like, because of Ultra Ranger, I finally got the chance to watch all of it in full. And I personally enjoyed myself. I thought it was really good. Gridman was a really awesome fucking hero, and I'd love to see more of him. That's why I'm glad we got the anime, but, like, make a live-action something. Like, make an anniversary OVA. Or... Like, I think all the actors, like, majority of the actors are still alive. Yeah, they're all, like, we saw a picture of Naoto's actor, like, hugging Gridman. Yeah, he's so, hell, he's running his own restaurant at the moment. Yeah. I think he'd be down to come back to be great. I think so, too. Or have it be about, like, their kids or something. Or have it be, like, school reunion. Yeah. Have it be a school reunion. They come back, make a joke about how, like, the principal's freaking the voice actor of Gridman. Exactly. Or, 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 and just have, like, a throwaway line. Just, oh, Takashi, how's your daughter? Uh, how's your daughter? Oh, Akane, she's doing fine. Yeah, exactly. But, like, Akane's like, Takashi's daughter. Have... That's it. That'll be it. It's my. I don't even care if it's not headcan. Head it's my fucking headcan that Akane is Takashi's daughter. Makes so much fucking sense. Um. Yeah. So that was that's that was great, man. And like I said, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I really want this show to have more stuff for it. Not even more stuff. I want this show to be like Ultraman at the moment. A legit. Blu-ray release with high-quality rips with proper subtitles. Mm-hmm. I would go back and rewatch it. I'm currently thinking about going back and rewatching the anime. Probably pointing out everything. Hell, even Ichi watched the anime. 
Yeah, Ichi, Ichi watched the anime. He liked it. Raven watched the anime. Yeah, which he was, like, getting us ready for the finale, which was not a disappointment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, go watch Goodman. Like, cannot stress that enough. Like, this is one of those, like, 90s tokus that you have to, like... This, this is definitely watch. one of those shows where you gotta watch it. And, like, Garo like, probably once, after we record this episode, next week, Blu-ray's gonna be announced or yeah. something. Yeah. Because we know, freaking the guy that runs the whole Mill Creek releases tease that there may be a possible Gridman release. Which honestly, I'll support. I'll support it by buying it on Blu-ray. I would support it. I would rewatch a show in a heartbeat. Yep. Make awesome collages of like high quality rips. Uh, I also recommend the 2015 short video that like an animated short video called "A uh, Boy Invert Hero." Which, it's just a giant tribute to the show. Which I'll probably throw that on once we're done here. Cool. But anyways, I think that should wrap up uh, this recording. Oh yeah, so... This has been Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, episode 118. Farewell Gridman. Farewell Gridman. Yeah. So are we just going to do that now, for now on? Whenever we're done with the show, we're just going to call Farewell and Unless I think Gridman. it's something really funny. But yeah, we'll miss you Gridman. You're, you you are you are a you are a bright shiny jewel in in a whole fucking like treasure trove of of Ultraman and stuff. But we noticed you and we love you. You were awesome. You're <laughs> awesome. Yes, he was. Grito Bean. Grito Bean. So anyways, that's it for now. Schwa for now, everybody. Schwa for now. And we'll be back with the rest of Ultraman Taiga. Yeah. And maybe something else. Ooh. Wonder what it could be. I don't know. It'll probably be in the thumbnail. Yep. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs>